before you attack the waiver wire this week you need to understand which players are actually worth adding and this video will help with that here are the top players worth the spot on your roster let's begin with samaji p ryan who you should add the Bengals running back is available in 92 percent of leagues and a big reason you want to add him is joe mixon left on sunday with a concussion and is in jeopardy of missing next week's game so now here's what you need to know more specifically mixon left in the second quarter and p ryan played 80 percent of the remaining snaps at the running back position now this led to samaji putting up 30 points he was actually the second highest scoring running back on the week only behind tony pollard he did it on just 15 touches and of course when you're going to do that you're likely needing to find the end zone and he did three times of course those touchdowns are going to prop him up but he was still very efficient on a per touch basis he has been efficient this year and in his past as a starter p ryan averages 13.6 fantasy points he started 11 games this is a pretty good sample for his career and he's done it on 19 touches including some receiving game work like you saw on sunday where he had a couple of receiving touchdowns now to put this in perspective for you his 13.6 points per game would actually rank top 20 amongst running backs this year and even if mixon ends up playing he's a player you want to have because he would take on mixon's top five opportunity share in the nfl if something happened heading into the fantasy playoffs so add mixon and then consider darius slayton the new wide receiver one for the new york giants who this past week saw some nice usage slayton led the giants with 66 snaps played it ended up being a season high 86 percent of the snaps and now here's what this led to it led to one of the best games of his career 13.6 points on 10 targets was a really nice showing and now over the last month in terms of fantasy production slayton's actually a top 20 wide receiver so he should not be available in over 50 percent of leagues like he is right now he's worth at least a bench spot for you and it's likely only to get better because unfortunately the rookie wandel robinson tore his acl in this game and robinson just saw 13 targets those have to go somewhere there's a pretty good chance that from this injury slayton is going to see at least a bump in targets even if it's one or two on top of what he's already seeing a double digit target game on sunday yeah that's going to be important but this veteran is worth adding and in the past it seems like daniel jones really trusts him especially downfield it's depleted wide receiver core he's going to be competing with the ghost of kenny galladay and richie james get slayton and this next rookie and that will be alec pierce he's worth an ad especially in some of those deeper leagues where he's available in 83 percent of total leagues right now you see this past week there's nothing flashy here so it'll probably be easy to add him he only had 5.8 points just 28 yards but the big thing was these eight targets right here actually led the colts and i don't think this is fluky yeah i don't think he's going to be the target leader over michael pittman or maybe even paris campbell on this team but seeing more targets is likely because this season with matt ryan heading into this game pierce was averaging five targets per game this has now gone up to six targets per game for the rookie which is over 50 percent more than what he was averaging with sam ellinger and that sample is skewed a little bit from when ashton doolin was healthier early in the year and taking snaps away from the rookie pierce because remember pierce is a rookie he was the 21st pick in the second round of the draft and he has an upcoming bye week in week 14 now, this is notable because it's right before the fantasy playoffs start and as a rookie when you go into the bye week you usually see more usage if you're a solid player like he is after the bye so you want to grab pierce and then this next tight end and before we get to that new tight end the reason why we even want him is because zach Ertz is now out for the year for arizona making the rookie trey mcbride's second round pick the new tight end one for the cardinals all right so here's a couple things to know about mcbride well he was the first tight end drafted this past year in the second round so it's kind of a, a little known fact since there wasn't a great tight end class compared to kyle pitts pat frymuth last year and he was the number one tight end won the mackey award last year in college football but that's not all he actually had a top one percent of all-time college dominator rating now what is a college dominator well very simply put it just means the amount of total production you had for your team and he trey mcbride had 46 percent of his team's production top one percent of all time for any position let alone a tight end and to put that into more common terms for example he had 11.6 targets per game 
as a tight end. Unbelievable. So he's worth an add, and I also believe it's time to add the veteran Matt Breida as some insurance heading into the fantasy playoffs. You see, this past week, Breida played 20% of the snaps, 15 total. He actually scored 10 points because he found the end zone on just four touches. But you don't want him because he scored 10 points last week. That's not what we're chasing. We're chasing the fact that he's the main backup to Saquon Barkley. You see, Barkley this year ranks first in opportunity amongst all running backs, seeing 85% of his backfield's opportunities. That's the targets and the touches, playing the most snaps amongst any running back at 83%. So if something was to happen to Saquon, and we hope it doesn't, the backup running backs behind him are Antonio Williams, who has zero touches this year. You have Gary Brightwell, who has barely any snaps this year. And then there's Matt Breida, the clear and obvious backup, who is not only a veteran, but is a productive veteran. You see, in his career since the start of 2017, when he was a rookie, he ranks top 15, actually borderline top 10 right now in yards per touch. He ended up having six yards per touch last year, which was top 10 in the NFL. And this has been a common trend for Breida in his career. When he has the ball in his hands, he is fantastic. So we hope nothing happens to Saquon, but as we've seen time and time, including with Saquon in previous years, these backup running backs can be league winners for you. You might as well add them. And add this next rookie. This is the number one wide receiver ad. We've talked about him in the past couple of weeks as people forgot about him because he was injured, but Traylon Burks came back. He's available in 80% of leagues and you need to get him. You see, in his return on Thursday Night Football versus the Packers, he goes out there. He has his first 100-yard game of his career. He looks fantastic doing it, having multiple deep receptions, winning often in this game out of the slot and outside. But the craziest part about all this is he only played 33 total snaps in this game, which ended up being 50% of the snaps. So he's only out there for half the game, yet he puts up 111 yards. Which simply put, this means that there's a lot more upside here for the first round rookie Burks, who is now healthy. And it may start as soon as this week when he takes on the Bengals, who just gave up basically Kenny Pickett's best game of his season. Almost a 100-yard game, found the end zone for George Pickens there, and the Bengals ranked 20th in coverage this year. A nice spot for the rookie in Traylon. So the rookie is worth adding, and then a surprising veteran is also an interesting ad. And that man's name is Demarcus Robinson, who just had the second best game of his career. Only one time, I believe, three years ago with the Chiefs, he put up a 30-point game. Outside of that, this 25-point day for the veteran in Baltimore on nine targets, 128 yards, was the second best of his career. Now, I don't think he's the greatest of players. I think he's a sound player, but the reason why you want to add him is there's really no other wide receivers at all in Baltimore, and we saw that this past week. Robinson ended up playing 54 snaps, which was a season-high 81% of the snaps. And if we scroll over to the overall targets in this game, Robinson had nine, eight more than any other receiver. Duvernay just had one, and then there was just one other total reception, one other total target for a wide receiver. I mean, this matters because it shows clearly that Lamar trusts Robinson. And it's not just this one game that I'm drawing these conclusions from. Over the last three games, he has seven targets per game. And Robinson very quietly has the fourth easiest remaining schedule, these Baltimore wide receivers heading into the fantasy playoffs. So if there was a guy to just pick up, if you're in a two flex league, a deeper league, this is a guy who's worth it because he's currently available right now in over 90% of leagues. So add that Ravens wide receiver who might be their new wide receiver one, at least based on the usage these last couple weeks, and then get this veteran RB. And that would be Dontrell Hilliard, the teammate of Traylon Burks who we talked about earlier. You see Hilliard very quietly ranks first in rushing efficiency this year, averaging 6.4 true yards per carry. But the craziest part about all this he actually led the nfl last year in true yards per carry with five and a half yards per carry he's averaging one more this season so simply put he's a very productive running back when he touches the ball now obviously this is a smaller sample and he's the clear backup to derrick henry and you can see for yourself right here how much of a clear backup he is he has 139 snaps this year compared to the rookie out of michigan Hassan haskins who has 54 snaps now this matters because well derrick henry is seeing a large workload a very large workload this season you see henry leads the nfl he had 202 carries coming into thursday night then he added 
28 more so 230 carries that's 23 per game and like Saquon we hope absolutely nothing happens to Derrick Henry but the fact of this position is when you're seeing that many touches you may end up missing a game or a few which would mean the efficient Dontrell Hilliard would step in for Henry so add Hilliard before that happens and then attack this rookie RB we just saw him play on Sunday Night Football for the Kansas City Chiefs and that would be Isaiah Pacheco who is worth an ad for plenty of reasons reason number one Clatterbridge Lair as you can see from Mojo right here tweeting out Clatterbridge Lair he had an ankle injury on Sunday night and he was ruled out he only played five snaps in this game before getting injured it seemed like Clatterbridge Lair was going to play more snaps in this game after playing just four in last week's game but he was still the clear RB3 in the rotation so that's one reason why you want him potentially less players to have to be battling with for even a few snaps a game the second reason has to just do with his production on his opportunities he went for 100 plus yards his first career 100 yard game on just 15 touches in this one which means now in back-to-back weeks he has 15 plus touches and 80 plus rushing yards the translation here is that the rookie is slowly breaking out and it's going to get even better for him because he has the fifth easiest remaining schedule this kansas city team right here entering the fantasy playoffs and we know kansas city is going to be favorited we know they're going to be in the red zone often which leads to touchdown chances and if edwards lair misses time we mean even more usage for pacheco now that schedule that he has the specific matchups are as followed he faces the bengals in week 13 so if you're having a playoff push you're definitely starting him that week and then in week 15 to kick off plenty of fantasy playoff leagues out there he's going to be facing the houston texans who rank 30th and run defense it will be his best matchup of the season at the most opportunistic time for you the fantasy manager so i'm adding pacheco and i'm also buying him on mojo the sports stock exchange the simple thing to know here is you can now invest in what you know for a player's career for example isaiah pacheco over the last month has rose 13 percent. that makes sense since he's had 15 plus touches in back-to-back weeks and has looked good but it's not enough you might be saying well sal why is it not enough well isaiah pacheco is still just five dollars per share and the average running back as you can see right here is priced at eight dollars and fifty cents per share this literally means he's 41 percent less than the average nfl running back even though he's basically the rb1 right now on the patrick mahomes number one offense in the league kansas city chiefs so if this dude can just be average he'll actually rise 41 percent as of his current price for you in the player stock market so buy isaiah pacheco and mojo you can use the link in the description below and then get this next guy as well and that would be the veteran randall cobb you should consider him especially if you're in a deeper league but really in all leagues he's been productive when he's out there and healthy you see he returned on thursday night football in week 11 immediately was the wide receiver three over sammy watkins playing 55 percent of the snaps now this led to randall cobb putting up a nice day he had a couple of deep receptions in this game caught all six of his targets for 73 yards and here's what you need to know cobb now has 19 targets 19 nine and a half per game over his last two healthy games and aaron Rodgers has been an advocate for cobb he's been publicly saying he needs to play more snaps every time he basically can and it's probably easy for you to get cobb because he's available in 96 percent of leagues and he's not the sexiest name out there compared to some other rookie options and running backs that might be on your waivers but he had six deep targets and three red zone targets that's nine cheat code targets heading into last week and then he saw two more deep receptions so 11 cheat code targets in just basically five to six healthy games so consider him and then go get this next rb and this would be the number one ad in all of fantasy if he's still available in your league because he's available in 45 percent of leagues right now and that's rashad white let's discuss before the bye week white put up 13 and a half fantasy points his best day on the season having 100 plus yards on 22 rushing attempts now it's worth noting leonard Fournette was injured in this game but according to the ace beat writer at the athletic for the buccaneers greg allman rashad white is likely to continue to be the starting running back even when Fournette is healthy after this bye week and we talked about it in this video with alec pierce on how rookies after the bye week see more usage and that's what we're expecting heading into this week so now here's what you need to know specifically about the rookie white he was taken in the third round and at arizona 
Arizona State. He had 1,400 yards last year, and he was seventh in the entire college football in catches. He actually accounted for 38% of Arizona State's total production, which is top 10% of all time for running backs in college. And this week, he's going to be facing the number 31-ranked Cleveland Browns run defense that has not been good on the season. So you want to be adding him, spend all of your fat budget if you need to. You want to be trading for him before this week because you're not going to be able to get him again. And similar things can be said for this next wide receiver because if he signs to a team soon, you're probably not going to have any shot at getting it. That's Odell Beckham Jr., who reportedly is going to decide after this week which team he wants to play for, and he wants to play for a contender. And based on his recent tweet when the Cowboys were finishing up their 40-3 victory, it seems like he's eyeing the Cowboys. He said they went crazy today. The Giants ended up losing. Those are the two teams who were in conversation. Seems like it's leaning to the Cowboys, especially after Jerry Jones' comments yesterday. And if he's joining the Cowboys or a similar team, it's likely that they are a contender like he wants, a quality offense like the Cowboys are with a good quarterback. Shout out Dak Prescott. Now, Odell is 30 years old off a torn ACL. We have to factor that in. However, he's well ahead of schedule on his recovery. And if you look at his last seven weeks of the regular season last year, starting right here with 19.1 fantasy points, he ends up putting up 11 points, 20 points. Then he has a stinker for two, 14, 15. He was a flex-worthy starter or just a starter in general in 71% of his final seven games. And Odell in his last healthy game, the NFC Championship, put up 113 yards in that game alone. So pick up Odell and then consider Deshaun Watson, who will start in two weeks. He returned to practice last week and is still available in over 50% of leagues. Now, here's why you want him. Very simply put, it's been a while since he's been a starter for a lot of reasons, but he has 54 career starts in the NFL and averages 23 and a half points in those contests. Only these three quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Jalen Hurts have more fantasy points per game this year than Deshaun Watson does in his career. So Watson is basically a top five quarterback if you plugged in his averages for this season. Obviously, it's not that straightforward since there's been a long layoff and he's joining a new team now, but this new team is a nice spot for him to be because the Browns have a top 10 offensive line and the Browns have the second best run game offense right now which is always going to be helping a quarterback especially to have an efficient play action game something that he really never had in Houston so you want to go get the Sean Watson right now again he's available in over 50% of leagues and grab his wide receiver we've been talking about this guy for like a month straight now but it's Donovan Peoples-Jones who just continues to impress after going for over 60 yards yet again finding the end zone and putting up over 17 fantasy points yet he's still available in over 60 percent of leagues this is a tweet that I had last week he set a career high in back-to-back weeks playing 93 percent of the snaps and then 96 percent of the snaps and now it's been three straight weeks because in week 11 he played 99 percent of the snaps a new career high and he's producing on this usage going over 11 fantasy points in five straight games meaning he's at least a flex worthy player 17 points as past week definitely a starter for you the most impressive part is he's doing it with Jacoby Brissett who ranks 37th in quarterback accuracy this year behind a bunch a bunch of terrible quarterbacks who are also backup quarterbacks but Brissett 37 which is leading to 30 percent of Donovan Peoples-Jones targets being inaccurate but Deshaun Watson the man we talked about earlier he's coming back and he's top 10 in quarterback accuracy as a starter so when this accurate quarterback returns Donovan Peoples-Jones is going to have massive upsides you want to be adding him before Watson gets back and before your friends do now these are the players you want to be adding before week 12 and really before the fantasy playoffs but maybe they're not available and some other players aren't available either who are nice buy low options and trades and those exact players that you want to be trading for and acquiring before the fantasy playoffs you can check out in this video right here